Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I am Marsha Van Weinsberg. I am a speaker, a coach, and a published author of the best-selling book, When She Stopped Asking Why. On this podcast, we will share tips, tools, and strategies used by our speakers to break through and overcome the challenges in their lives. I am on a mission to educate, empower, and inspire you to see that when you own your choices, you truly own your life. Let's dive right in. Welcome to another episode of Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. Before we jump into the call today, I wanted to share something with you. We are launching a brand new program in the beginning of February, only a couple weeks away, and it is called Building My Lemonade Stand. And that might sound like a really different title of a program, but what we're doing is over the next four months, we are connecting with a group of women. We have 10 spots total. We have four taken already, so it definitely is opening up and filling up, which is awesome. We've been doing calls from people from all over the world, and the reason why people are resonating with this title is the fact that we all have the opportunity to build a lemonade stand. A lemonade stand is where we take our story and we truly share the lessons that we learned on the journey to impact others. And it might be through coaching, speaking, or writing, or all of the above. So what we're doing is we're working with these women in really closely over the next four months to help them launch their business and get it off the ground by sharing their story. And it is just so exciting to see these women step into this role and use their story to impact others. So if this sounds like something that you are wondering, like maybe this is for me, or I'm interested please click the link in the show notes and you can schedule a time to connect with me and we can chat and see if it is a good fit for you. Or you can reach out to me at Marsha at MarshaVanW.com. This is going to be an incredible opportunity to work together, link arms, collaborate together, and I can help you with the lessons that I have learned on how to get a difficult message out into the world, and along the way, just watch the people that it can impact. It is just such a beautiful thing, so I would love to have you join me on this journey. If it speaks to you, click the link, and we will definitely connect. Connect. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. And I am so excited today to have a friend. She has been a mentor and somebody who I am always inspired by the work that she does. It is Tamara Arnold, and she has actually been on one of the podcasts before, but I know how much her life has changed and grown over the last couple of years. So Tamara is an author and a business energy strategy coach? Strategy? Strategy. Yeah, 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 whatever. And I just, I'm so grateful to have you here today. Thank you. And I'm so honored to like, there's one thing that I find exceptional in my life and it's so far out of what anyone's going to think, but that is, um, when somebody gets to say to me, like, you're my first repeat ex, or you're the first person who gets to do this again or whatever. So like, it's been happening a lot in the last couple of years. And I find like this anchoring, like grounding joy in it. So I'm just so excited to be here. You don't even know. 
Oh, I see. I love that. And I was in, here's a case where I was thinking, I would love to interview her again. I would love to have, I mean, we connect and chat and I love what you do, but I wanted to connect. And I thought, you know what? Is that silly? Cause we've already done it. I'm like, no, I want to. So if I want to, then I'll send it out. If she doesn't want to, she won't. So it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. Right. So I just knew it was something that I just wanted to reach out and connect. And I can't remember, I think it's been about a year and a half since we did this last time so i know a lot of things have changed um expanded let's use that word um definitely have expanded and i think when i did the first podcast with you 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 had done your first book and now you're working on your third correct and i cannot wait to um read your third one because i already love the title so let's just back up everyone and tell us a little bit about what does the author and business energy strategy coach do all right so what really happened when i was writing the first book which if you go back and listen to the first podcast we did together it really does talk about how marcia and i came together mm -hmm. with you know raising children who had mental illness right and the struggles of parenting and and all of that so it's a really really special podcast that we got to share it together is. and it just it makes is. me emotional thinking about it yeah um and it was during the writing of that book though that something really incredible happened and the way that i explain it is you know is you hear stories of people who can just pick up a paintbrush and know how to paint Mm -hmm. right they didn't yeah. know anything about painting but they picked up a paintbrush and then these beautiful works of art were created and the same thing about like uh, instruments right like if somebody picks up an mm. instrument and they've never played one before and they magically just seem to know and it's just maybe it's passed down from past lives or whatever it is but what happened right around the same time as we did the first podcast was I, I had downloaded that I could read chakras. And the reason why I say this in, in such a way is because I didn't have any previous knowledge of what chakras were. I didn't know their color. I didn't know the symbols or the signs or, or really anything. But in a, a brief moment, I, it felt like I just received the knowing. And that's the only word that is to explain what it, what it felt like, right? It was like, I just knew. Mm -hmm. And I, I, as soon as it hit, I was like, this is a thing. I'm not even going to question it because, you know, it just is. And since then, what I have been doing is learning the internal energies of what generally is entrepreneurs because that's the the mm -hmm. group of people that i support and vibe with the most because i truly believe it is a special type of person who no matter what is happening in their life they never get knocked down and they stay resilient and they see the end goal and they just keep going for it no matter what yeah, exactly that's there's a way that we connect for sure <laughs> but yes go on yes Right. And so what spirit kind of or source or universe, God, whomever, love, whatever your great call to uh, energetically is kind of over the last year and a half has brought to me something called the energy funnel. Right. And so in business, we are taught and directed to something called the business funnel. If you've ever heard of that. Yeah. Right. Which yeah. is your first person comes in contact with you. They follow this like seamless, which never is seamless. seamless. Uh, <laughs> a connection that brings you to this magical sale and so on and so forth right yes. um and so i find that as entrepreneurs we often get distracted by that mm -hmm. 
Mm -hmm. And we get lost down this, this rabbit hole of all these things that we need in order to be successful. And it usually almost always comes from outside of us. Yes. Right. And then all of a sudden we reach a certain point where we realize that entrepreneurship and internal work are actually partnered. We can't move forward in our business if we are not moving and creating space within us to hold that success. Right. That makes sense. Right. And so the energy funnel is basically, if you were to think of a download or receiving something, you've got intuition, you know, when you hear like, Oh, I should reach out to that person or you're thinking about someone in the email or they call you, all of this is just, you know, something greater than us tapping us on our shoulder and saying, Hey, pay attention. This is kind of important. Mm -hmm. Right. And so we want to create enough space where we can receive that all the way down to our root, our, our foundation of who we are, which is our first floor of our energetic house by the tailbone, which is the root chakra. Mm -hmm. And it is the uh, chakra of action. And it is grounding into who we are and who we serve. Right. And when we can receive that download intuition hit, whatever it is, all the way down through the other six floors where it comes to the first floor and like a mirror, it is reflected back up into the universe. We call this our frequency. We call this our vibration. I call it the bat signal because that's just how geeky and <laughs> Okay. I love that. Sorry. That's awesome. Right. But like yeah. a bat signal, it goes up into the sky and that's how our clients find us. It, wait, okay, there's just so much, there's so much that's there and that's so true in the fact because you can think as an entrepreneur, like I, I mean, most of the time it takes a long time to be clear on who you even serve. You think, you know, but you, you might not even really clearly know, and it might be in your head, but how you communicate that is also different too. And so if you're not clear and there's a lot of muck there, then how in the world does your customer find you? They can't, if you're not clear. Well, and in, and in truth, like one of the greatest things that I get gifted to, to be able to do is actually support people in finding their stardust. I call, I call mm-hmm. it stardust, right? Mm-hmm. I truly believe we're, we're born from, we are molecularly, biologically, like everything made up as the same composition of, a, of stars, right? right. So I believe when we come down to this earthly body, we are born with our gift in our heart. I call it our stardust. Yeah. I love, see, and I, I, I love how my analogy always been that we have this gift and my gift is different than your gift, whatever you want to call the gift. But if you don't use your gift, it's wasted. And there are people out there who are praying for you to use your gift because they need what you have. Right. So it's, it just, it's, it's, it's a different way of thinking of it, but it just made me laugh because I know how, you know, we talk about that we come down and we choose our life and we choose. And sometimes I kind of have to wonder, Marshall, what were you thinking? <laughs> there are times like, what were you thinking? <laughs> we do, right? I mean, I do, I do believe you. I do. I have those well, moments. And this is my analogy on Stardust, right? Like we all mm-hmm. have our favorite pair of underwear. Like, you know, that pair of underwear that you put on and you're like, damn, I feel good. I look good. This is like, this is, this is when I am shining my brightest. Yes. And- So what happens over time is we just put a whole bunch of dirty laundry, life crap on top of our favorite pair of start, like our, our our undies in our heart. Right. Yes. When we think about going out and serving and we think about showing up bigger, it's like walking into a laundry room and, and seeing a big pile of clothes. And it's like a needle in the haystack sometimes to even think about going through it all Mm -hmm. to get to that tiny pair of favorite piece of underwear. Right. 
but in truth, clarity comes with movement and it's got to be this like sense of slowly taking off and being willing to unpack and like put these, you know, these clothes in the donut pile and these in the keep and this is to trash and all of that to like just slowly begin the process of getting to that, that pair. Like when I began with you and you and I had a talk last time, I helped moms who had children with mental illness step mm -hmm. out of the chaos and redefine who they were. Mm -hmm. Now I help six-figure entrepreneurs with spiritual gifts amplify their message and make a bigger difference in the world. They're two different things. Mm -hmm. yes. Yep. But they were the same because no matter what, when I was getting moms who had children with mental illness, they all had, they all had a gift. I just, you know what I mean? Like it was always the same thing, but I mm -hmm. had to start with what I knew. I had to start unpacking the laundry off of my startups. Well, and do you think then that as you do that, you start to see the magnitude or the size of the gift of what you can do and what you can give, and you continue then to grow into that to where you are now? Like, well, I, but that's, that's part of the internal work too, because mm -hmm. you have to be deserving and worthy and, you know, feel seen and heard. And like, that's all solar plexus. That's your third floor, right? Mm -hmm. And then confident is your second floor. Right. Okay. Confident in not only your message and your mission and who it is that you're serving, but you also need to be confident in your physical body. Right. That if makes you're sense. hiding your physical body, you're hiding what you do. Mm -hmm. That's now that's an interesting way to say that. And I'm sure there's a lot of people who can relate to that that are hiding in some way, shape, physically, emotionally in their lives. Well, and this is like sidebar here for immersion. I, I was a personal trainer for nine years as well. So like yeah. immersion is in the fitness industry as well. So like we have a lot of like oh. coinciding like side there's, by side. Yeah, there's, there's a lot. I had a conversation with a client this morning and as she was going on, I listened and I made a comment about, um, is that the story that she wanted to keep telling herself? And she stopped and she was like, no, it's not. I'm like, then she goes, do you like, do you take this life coaching into, I'm like, it goes everywhere. <laughs> like you don't, you, they mean the coaching that you do goes with you everywhere. It doesn't mean everybody wants help, but you can see things and hear things and what people are saying. Right. So yeah, we definitely go back. And I mean, our stories, we, we connected very early in my, um, in my journey. And as I started to speak and I do, it's, it's along the same lines, but I really wanted to say how incredibly um, important the cord cutting experience was I did with you. And that was something that I don't know if people know what that is or why that's important. So I don't know if you would like to just mention. Absolutely. And it is like, and I, I can actually, I have a YouTube cord cutting up. I can actually put in the show awesome. notes for this. Awesome. Awesome. Well. Yeah. Um, because cord cutting is, and nobody knows about this until no. we know about it, right? No. And so over time, from the time that we are born until we actually hear of a cord cutting meditation, every mm -hmm. experience, every event, every human that we come in contact with, we have opportunities to connect energetically with them. Mm -hmm. It's happening. Everything is energy. We, like, we know that by magnetism. We know this by science, right? Mm -hmm. Well, the same thing happens through experience and through human interaction. And over time, whether they're positive or negative, we attach. It tends to be negative cords of attachment because that's what we really um, remember most. Yes. As a human. 
right? Okay. That's what imprints the most. And so we connect these negative cords of attachment from different people, from, you know, an experience, our dad yelling at us, our mom, you know, forgetting to pick us up from school, uh, you know, a boyfriend not calling for three days and us knowing like all of these things are just like attaching to us, right? It's like these footprints everywhere, right? Like these fingerprints right. that are left all over us. Okay. Right. And so yeah. uh, cord cutting is this beautiful experience and it has Hopo Ono Ono in it as well. Uh, this particular one. And mm -hmm. Hopo Ono Ono is this beautiful, almost like a prayer. So you are releasing, it's called what I call like whiteboarding your energy field. Yes. It's like you're whiteboarding yourself so you have the space to focus on you and not have anyone else's attachment to you mm -hmm. because you're just cutting these negative cords. But you're also saying this beautiful prayer of, I love you, I forgive you, and I'm sorry. And when you're saying this, you're releasing so much from inside of your heart space. And, and so between the cord cutting and this beautiful releasing, you create within yourself the ability to bring and allow more into your life. Mm -hmm. Space. You keep coming in. It's, it's creating that space. I have to say as an aside that the Hopa Ono prayer has been sent to me twice in the last 12 hours. Do not like, like just little snippets of like, and I was like, what is this? I don't even know what that is. So it's so funny. This is the third time I've heard reference for it in less than 24 hours. So I don't know what that means, but I just think it's really, it's just really interesting. Well, really, Marcia, you don't know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I do. Okay. 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 No more BS. I know. <laughs> it's okay. It's all good. I just, it's so funny. As soon as you said it, I was like, oh my gosh. Well, I saw your facial expression and I was like, what did I just say? No, nothing. It's just so bizarre. And this is so fun. Like, it's, this is the fun part, the serendipitous part of life sometimes where you just go, well, that's not interesting. It's not interesting. And I just, I just think that that's awesome. And you've made reference there that I think is so important for entrepreneurs and people in general. But space, space is the word that keeps coming up as you're speaking. It's like creating, we create, learning how to create space in our day. And I know you're writing your third book, which I'd love to hear a little bit more about. Um, and we're going to come to that in a second. It's just that the importance of space, we tend to jam so much into our day that it's almost exactly the same as what we're doing with our body. Right. And then all of a sudden, like there's no space. So, I mean, I think of all the things that I've, I, where I've been stuck on something and the ideas have come to me after a walk and after nature or after a yoga class, after they don't come to me when I'm sitting at my desk, hammering out a detail. So the importance of space in our physical energetic body is huge, isn't it? It's why I explain, uh, you know, the energy funnel as you know, we have seven floors on our energetic house and yes, they are the chakras, but I really just want you to see like your, your body, like <laughs> cut in seven different levels yeah. and, you know, over your entire life, we hoard boxes, just like anything else, mm -hmm. um, start collecting boxes of emotions, of feelings, of experiences, of things. And we need to, and Marie Kondo's got the Netflix series oh. out right tidying up and I'm looking at that and I'm like oh brothers and sisters who are watching this soul people on this land you need to do this inside your body too you need to pick up and unpack every single one of these boxes on all your seven energetic floors and think to yourself because each one does a different thing right mm -hmm. but you need to be looking at what you have in your body and saying does this spark joy mm -hmm. oh no it doesn't 
goodbye, I love you, you know, <laughs> thank you, I love you, and goodbye, <laughs> and, and taking it out of your body, because as adults now, we are in the control and the power in the driver's seat of what it is that we choose to believe, what we choose to move forward with as our essence, as our light, as our truth. We don't need to carry anybody else's belief anymore. I and mean, it's like permission to just be like, uh-uh, not mine, see you later. That's what it is. I, well, I use the analogy all the time, right? That you choose what you put in your backpack. You can be mad at, at the world, but I mean, you choose what you put in it. You choose what you carry. And there, like for the longest time when I was still really learning how to process life in general, I would just be like, no, that's not mine to carry. That's not mine to carry. That's not mine to carry. I'll carry my own. That's not mine. And it just became very clear to look at things that way and help me to figure out what really was mine to carry. Well, and I'm going to take it one step like further mm -hmm. because what happens is we actually have like imprints or echoes within us energetically. So if something is happening to you in a perfect world, in a perfect, clear, balanced, energetic body, anything external won't trigger you. Okay. Okay. Great. Okay. This is okay. great. Yeah. So, so what happens is if you're still carrying an echo or an imprint of something from your past that you haven't gone through or a box that you haven't unpacked, something in your present day will happen. and for some reason, you will be so irritated or so annoyed by it, and you'll be like, okay, it wasn't that big deal. Why is this getting to me so much? And that's because you didn't just experience it in real time. Mm -hmm. You experienced it as if you were back when the original, like, like event or yeah. activity occurred. So you're living in two different places at once. Wow. And so awareness is the open book to easy. And the more that you practice this, then the easier it becomes. But you'll be like, huh, that really, really shouldn't have been this big of a deal. But I am livid or I am sad or I am depressed by what this ha just happened. And then that's the cue. That's the thought that says, but where did it come from? And, and you never hear. Right? Yeah. And then when you can go and find the reason why you were affected so much today mm -hmm. and what you're still carrying and simply be willing to release it in that moment, then when the exact same thing happens in your present day, you won't be reliving something from your past at the same time. Oh, this, that is something that everyone will relate to because we all know like this and it. And I think as you've done, when you do the work and you, and we still always have work to do, but I can catch myself faster if something does trigger me. And it's interesting, I'm like, okay, where did that come from, Marsha? Where did that come from? And it's just recognizing that, I mean, and I think, I say trigger now, but I think back to how I used to behave in terms of probably explosive, ridiculous. So it's, oh, yeah. nothing, oh, it's nothing now. It's, it's <laughs> not, uh, yeah, not necessarily proud of how I handled some of my life, but that's okay. It's, it's all part of the process. It's all good. Um, I heard you mention, and it could be on a post, on a podcast, I can't remember, but I just loved how you said it. Somebody says to you, Tamara, do, how do I know if I have a spiritual gift? And I loved your answer. Do you remember what your answer was? Oh, I know my answer. I, know, I love this. questioning if you have a spiritual gift. You have a spiritual gift because people without them don't think, do I have one? I, I broke out laughing in the kitchen when I was listening to this and I was like, oh, that's perfect. That is perfect because... That's a question people ask. People say, do I have a spiritual gift? And I, I loved your answer that if, and if you do, if you're asking that question because you do, 
you might not know what it is, you but have an, you have an inkling, you have a knowing you, you have yeah. already been using it just without the awareness that you've been using it. And one of my favorite parts, cause I do work with so many people who have like, who are empaths that's generally or highly sensitive people or who are medical mediums or who um, are energy readers or all these kinds of things. And one of my favorite things that they say to me is, well, I, I, I just thought everybody was doing this. And I'd be like, no, no, because it's just part of who you are. Right. And so it just becomes like talking or walking or, you know, breathing. Mm -hmm. And so you don't see it as being something extraordinary. No. And I just, I absolutely, I just want to touch on that because I loved your answer. And I think that that is something else that other people will be able to relate to is, you know, who it's, it's, it, it's, we all have very unique gifts. And I think that we could spend our whole life still uncovering them, like just working and going through life and figuring out what some of those gifts are, but we all have them in some way, shape or form. So I absolutely love that. Tell us about your third book. Well, actually, so first book, my kid is driving me crazy, a mom's survival guide for living with a child with mental illness. And that one is about uh, coming home into yourself mm -hmm. um, because we become our children. And so that was the journey that I took to come back into realizing that so long as I was focusing on me, my son was actually doing better. When I left my body and focused on him, everything was chaos. It's, and I'm, this will be very hard for some people to understand. 100%. I, I completely agree, understand and get what you're saying. Um, and even if when I focused on myself that things still went wrong, things still happened. I coped, I handled it better. I might like everything was different. And this is the hardest thing as a parent is, I mean, when you're working with parents is how do you put that focus back on you when life is chaos? Well, and here's, here's the best way that this is the best analogy I can give you. If you are not grounded or centered into who you are, when you're living outside for everything and everyone outside of you, everything mm. will feel like confusion. Everything. Mm. Right? Yeah. But when you are grounded into who you are, your body. I say body as in like, just even if you imagine putting your hand on your stomach and you can, you can bring the awareness to the hand on the stomach and imagine yourself right behind your hand you're you're focusing on bringing your energy within you okay. and when you are inside of your own energy being mm -hmm. everything has a solution mm. oh that's beautiful that's beautiful because you're focusing on the solution coming from you not from all the external sources or what you think everyone else thinks you should be doing if that's like you, you have the capacity to see a solution when you're outside because you're no. just so caught in the hamster wheel you're so caught in the chaos everything like legitimately will feel like everything's happening to you you're you know what i mean like you'll never get ahead yeah. uh you know this is just the way it's gonna be my life is a disaster nobody's here to support or love me like it just goes on and on that's the confusion right Right. But when you're within your being, and like I said, it doesn't have to be like all spiritual right now, you guys. It just has to be like physically imagining yourself behind your hand when you hold it over your stomach and saying, what do I want to do today? Mm -hmm. what, what is one thing I can do for me? And making a conscious effort. And when you start to see that path, then you're like, okay, so this happened today, but we can handle it. Or that was an interesting event that just occurred, but I can handle it. Or the school's calling, but we're going to figure it out. And that's the solution-based 
thought process as opposed to, I'm never going to be able to get this together. <laughs> and flashback as soon as I study your body language, you went, it's because I've been there. I've been there. I've done that. And it doesn't work, right? It doesn't, it doesn't work. And it not only does it not provide a solution, it drains you of the minimal resources you have left at the same time, right? Because you're constantly in this empty, dry, bone dry cup scenario because you're just pulling it from yourself when you don't have anything left. Well, like I'm going to keep it real because energy is my jam. Like that's why I'm a business mm -hmm. energy strategist. And yeah. to actually be outside of yourself requires more work. And so when you say it's exhausting to propel your energy physically out of your body, <laughs> to be like, I'm more worried about my kid and my partner and my other children and what's happening. And you're thinking about everybody else when you're not even around them and like, all of that you are legitimately utilizing all your beautiful energy that you woke up with on ex like putting yourself outside of you that makes it's sense exhausting. yeah that makes sense so so you're right so yes it is exhausting like for yeah. people who are doing that is absolutely exhausting and no solutions so you've taken from your first book to your second book which was titled uh the magical business method mm -hmm. um i gotta get my subtitle uh it's like a chat <laughs> Because you know what I mean? Like that one, Stardust, Soul Clients and Money. That's the basic it is. funnel. It's learning uh, the seven floors of your energetic house. And it's really cool. This book I really loved because there really is an indicator, like a warning alarm that goes off on every single floor that tells you it's out. And if you're willing to pay attention to that, then you will know where you need to do the internal work. Like, you know, Root chakra is distraction. Uh, sacral is hiding. Uh, solar plexus is never having enough. Like I don't have enough education or certifications or you have imposter syndrome, those kinds of things. Okay. The heart is actually tiredness. It's fatigue because all you're doing is giving and you're not receiving. So mm -hmm. you get into martyrdom on that. Like I do everything for everybody and nobody else helps me. Your throat is illness. The third eye is legitimately shutting down. Like it could be two o'clock in the afternoon and you are like at your mm -hmm. desk, your head down, forehead down. And then your crown is believing that bad things will are coming into your life because there is no such thing. But you're like, oh, I can't, you know, every time something good happens, something bad happens, which I did actually live in when I had a son with a mental. Every time my business starts to take off, something happens with my son. Talk about a closed <laughs> off crown chakra. <laughs> I can, you know, I can so relate to you. It's just funny. Sorry. There's just, there's just a long history between us. So we, I mean, you can't see us laughing, but we're laughing because there's, a, there's definitely some relation there. I get it. Um, yeah. So tell us about your third book. So what's really, really powerful is, um, again, it's like, I'm here as a messenger. Like I'm meant to be the person who puts in, in the words into the books, what we are all growing into, right? And what we're all learning. And so when I started to work with people through the magical business method and the Chakra Business Academy and in the mastermind and things, I started to notice a trend. And the trend was that, you know, we didn't have what's available to our kids now. So all of these kids that are taken out of the school system now and, you know, they are homeschooled and they're placed in special uh, micro schools that actually help them discover their stardust at a young age and foster it and learn it. Mm -hmm. uh, we are, we're trying to figure that out now as adults. 
right? Mm -hmm. And so what happens is we go into the social structure, structure that we were told, right? So we get into our kindergarten class, we go through grade school, we go through high school, we do our college or university, which I didn't do because I didn't, I didn't like it. Um, and <laughs> I didn't want to learn that. It wasn't my learning. No, no. <laughs> and then, you know what I mean? We follow the, the, the path of you get the job, you work up the ladder, you get your husband or wife, you follow the... the get the house, do this. The, the do societal, this. Yeah. like, expectation ladder, we'll call it, right? Yeah. But the problem with that now is we're getting to a peak discomfort because we have our human experience um, that we have run through, right? So it's all of the sports and the, you know, instruments and all the things that we did that's, you know, the college, the university, the, the work that we've had. We have our physical human experience. But what's happening is that we as an earth are having a spiritual awakening at the same time. Okay. Right? Mm -hmm. And so the spiritual awakening is this peak discomfort where you wake up and you go like, there's got to be something more. I'm not happy. It, I should be happy. I have everything that on paper is what I'm supposed to be having. Mm -hmm. And so the book is called The Blind Leap, How to Jump into the Unknown and Create the Life of Your Dreams. Because making the big decision to step into your stardust and shine is a whole lot of things you've never been taught or shown or given by your parents or instructed in your entire life. Or encouraged to do. Like or encouraged to do, yeah. Yeah. And so um, I won't lie, you know, 80% of the people, probably more than that, I'm just, I'm saying it's a lot of people that choose to come and work with me, leave their nine to five, leave their corporate jobs to step fully into what it was that, that lights them up because we, we don't have to stay in things that don't make us feel good anymore. We right. have these choices. So what if you want to have at least some idea of what the unknown feels like, what it looks like, how to maneuver it? That's what this book is here to do. It's a guide to, to assist you in that piece of, okay, I know I'm in my peak discomfort, but oh, this unknown seems a little scary. How do I, how do I pivot? How do I take this big giant leap into something I don't have a past experience to relate it to? Mm -hmm. And chances are good. I'm going to, this is generalization, but they, most people don't even have a reference point of someone else who's done, like who's done that. So that's the beautiful thing is that with your book, that's the, as you're doing that and how you're describing that, but that's also what you've done yourself. So you always want to align with a mentor who is, um, you know, those few steps ahead of you and is on the path that you are on. So how is the best way for people to connect and work with you and what kinds of things do you offer? So um, always going to my website, which is TamaraArnold.ca, T-A-M-A-R-A-A-R-N-O-L-D. Yep. It's a lot of A's, everybody. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> um, but again, if you go to Instagram, Facebook, anywhere, I'm Tamara Arnold author. It's, it's my very uh, tagline. Mm -hmm. And I message everybody back. Every single human that, you know, takes an effort to email me, message me, I, I value you taking time to do mm -hmm. that and they can contact me and I would love to, to let them know. But right now where I'm at is I do have the Chakra Business Academy, mm -hmm. which will get you through the floors and that's something you can join on your own. You don't need to talk to me. But then if you want to like legitimately have the full Stardust experience, then those are done in the mastermind. Okay. The magical mastermind. And that's for generally people who are ready, ready to, mm -hmm. to make the leap. This isn't, this is not like I'm thinking about the leap. No, this is like, 
let's let's hold hands Jump and the big building and go that's the master awesome awesome and with that they also get to connect with other women and other people and you and there's a lot of beautiful things that are part of that as well right so it's that so many things i'm a content creator i just you love are I just love to give all the things to my people. So like you are, you're like, I think this is the thing, right? It's not just about, I mean, you've, this will be your third book in less than three years, less than two and a bit years, but you've also created content courses and you've done, right? So you've done like, you are definitely a creator. Yeah. So like even right now as a bonus being in the magical mastermind, uh, it was a three part series uh, for the, like the last one's coming up this Monday called crystal branding mm -hmm. because it talks about the bat signal. Like a, a rose quartz doesn't try to be selenite just for somebody to buy it. Right. Like right. a rose quartz right. knows a rose quartz, a rose quartz knows exactly what it's vibration is and that's like <laughs> crystal branding is know your vibration and you will attract the right person to you. Right. And then in the mastermind coming up, as a bonus as well is eight weeks to either write a book, launch a podcast or like learn your, your platform to pre-sell and, and get a program up online. So these that's are just awesome. bonuses for being in the mastermind. Yeah. See, and that's the thing is, is that regardless of where you go if, as a person listening, I can encourage you enough to connect and link with people who are that step or two ahead of you. And you see the things that they're offering because, you know, I mean, if there's anything I've learned over the last couple of years, I spent so long being alone and hiding mm -hmm. that people are, I mean, I can't, I'm blown away and it's awesome. How many people are willing to, you know, what they give, what they do, what they offer. There's so much out there. It's not like it's, no, that's my secret of how I did that. I don't share that. I don't do that. I don't offer that because it's not like that. I just, I really, well, at least circles I run, I don't find that people are like that and I love it. So you don't have to do it alone. And I would strongly encourage people not to even try and do it alone because you just don't. I, you, it's not energetically feasible because we can only raise our vibration to the highest level of person that we are surrounding ourselves with. It's just, it, yeah. it really is like an equation. Um, so aligning ourselves with people who are vibrating higher than us allows our frequency, allows us, it's like pulls us, it raises us to that next level through that mm -hmm. discomfort and into growth and expansion. And it's, it's an uncomfortable place right before you grow. I say we dip low before we grow. And so like, there's like this, we have to mourn our current selves a little bit with love and say you've gotten me to this point in my life and I am so grateful to you and mm -hmm. sister you are amazing but I need I need a little bit of a higher vibe right now so I'm going to kiss you and I'm going to hug you and I'm going to love you and I'm going to expand yeah I just I I laugh because when I have days like that where it's like okay it's just what's and I sit there and I say you know what this is a growing day this is like this is a growth day this is exactly what it is I don't need to resist it it's all part of it they're not comfortable though. They make you want to run. And until you practice not running, you realize like how close you are to little breakthroughs on the other side. Whereas normally, like in earlier stages, you might run because it's scary. And it's just like, nope, I'm going to go back to comfortable what I know. This, can I, yeah. yeah. Can I make this fun? Can sure. I just make this fun? Yeah. I call it the opposites game. This is really the big giant leap into the unknown, you guys. It's awesome. like, it's this simple because everything is so stinking simple the opposites game is whatever you would normally do do the opposite right oh, so I love if, that. right like if you would normally say you, you said you would normally run right like if you know you would normally run or you'd go back to bed or you would pick up a book or if you're a gentleman listening and you would play video games all day right 
think when I started this, it would be, I, I'm a huge geek and I love to read books, but it would be like, you're going to do work and you're going to finish this thing and then you get to read a chapter and then you'll yeah. do work and finish this thing and then you'll read another chapter. You don't get to sit and read a book like you because <laughs> that was doing the opposite of what I would write. Right. Right. I love that. That's a great analogy. That's a great, you can, and you can use that in a whole bunch of ways, right? Is that even as people who are, who struggle with food and in eating, it's like, if you would normally reach for that, what could you do differently in that time to change the pattern? Gotta be yeah. fun or else you won't do it. <laughs> it has to be fun. Yes, it has to be fun, but it's ways. Um, so tell me, so we know people know how to reach out to you. I have a couple quick questions that I want to, cause I, I mean, we all know I can chat with you forever. Um, but when we, what I want you to um, share with everyone is what message would you go back and tell your younger self? If you could, you could pick any age, you can pick any, any age, but what message would you go back and tell her? So right now I would be saying, what, so my daughter, one of my daughters is 13 because I have two mm -hmm. step kids and two other kids. So four kids. And one of the messages I'm trying to instill in her, and I think I wish I'd known this one is you don't need to explain yourself. You can oh, no, without explanation. Okay. So that, you know what, that is a really powerful thing. Cause I think of how many of us adults and have done that for a long time that first off you feel guilty saying no, and then you give the no plus the bazillion explanations why you gave no. So what a great lesson to teach a 13 year old. Yeah. And it's, it's an interesting one. Cause she's like, she looks at me like, what are you talking about mom? <laughs> right but I'm like you can say no without explanation just simply say no thank you and yeah. nothing else and she's like she doesn't sure. believe me yet but sure. yeah. <laughs> yeah but I just think that that was a powerful lesson that I I remember learning mm -hmm. um, and I didn't learn it until I was well in my 30s so if I could go back I would just say you don't have to explain yourself to everybody just be 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 confident in your choice well, that's a very grounding feeling. Even just saying that, like that feels like a very, that's like a practice of grounding and saying, no, that that's no, thank you. I love that. I love that. And we always hear no is, is fine to say, but I like that you've said without any explanation. Yeah. Um, last question for you. What lesson in life are you the most grateful for? Um, my son. And that is because I truly believe without having, so as an empath, uh, and growing up around mental illness, I got pregnant at 19 because I, I wanted to make my own version of love, right? Like that's right. really, truly what it was. This, this love is really hard for my little empath body to able bring in. Yes. <laughs> so I'm going to make a different kind of love that's just easier, which did not happen. It was not easier, but you, love. yes, <laughs> love ever. yes. And the greatest lesson, because I actually wouldn't be sitting here on this podcast with you if I did not raise Ethan. I wouldn't have written the first book after we had, you know, because Ethan and I broke up for six months. Yeah. And we broke out. We broke up to break through is the way I explain it. And then he and I had to choose. I had to, he had to give me, I asked his permission to write that book. Right. And so truly, if I did not live the lesson of raising a child with with mental illness, I could not be this incredible uh, intuitive life coach and energy reader that I am today. See, and that's a that is a sign of growth that I I, I would love everybody to be able to come to a place that you know. I mean, I'm not saying that we are always grateful for the worst things in our. I, I don't want because sometimes people get very defensive with that. 
But the fact is, is that I can look back on some of the most difficult things that I have ever gone through and go, I learned this from this. I learned this from this. And it's made me who I am. Like it's made me who I am. And, and so you can't look at all of that with hate and resentment because it just doesn't do, it doesn't serve anybody. It doesn't. It doesn't. You have like we have this moment, and this is spirit. This is a deep dive into your internal being. This is you know, mm-hmm. everything is about unpacking that those boxes to find the gift in the box. Right. Right. right? Think of Cracker Jacks. Right. Like <laughs> I love that. Okay, sorry, it's just a funny analogy, but yes, I love it. Always a prize in the box. <laughs> sometimes it's at the bottom. Sometimes you've got to dig. Right. But, but there's, there's always one there. In the box. Oh, so I hope everybody can find their Cracker Jack in the box, right? I love that analogy. I've used that as a title, but I love that analogy. It's a great analogy. And I, I mean, I completely agree with you. And I think that um, I'm so grateful our paths have crossed and what, just being able to see what you have done in only a few short years in your business, but what you've opened up for other people, I think is just beautiful. I think it's beautiful. So I thank you for doing that, for stepping into your stardust, for using your gifts, but for impacting so many other people along the way. And I just think it's, I think it's awesome. So I'm so grateful that we've connected. Thank you. Like I received that with love so that I can, you know, exhale it to the next person. And uh, it has been such an incredible, incredible space to be in, to walk beside you on this journey too, right? Like to to see both our lives expanding and growing and truly stepping into who we were put on this earth to be. And I'm oh. so grateful to be able to have a second chance to talk to your people. Hi, I people. know. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. Oh, well, I'm sure we will probably do this again sometime, but I, I just thank you so much for your time today. And I will put everything in the notes as far as how to connect with Tamara. I would strongly encourage you to reach out because even in an energy meeting online, you're going to be blown away that, oh my gosh, how'd she know that? She does know. She does. Trust me. So it is worth, worth connecting. It is an interesting experience for sure. Right? Like it just... And you know what? I've done it a few times and I'm still always blown away. So for the first time people, they're like, what? But you're very good. You're very good at what you do because that is your gift. So I just think it's awesome. So I would strongly encourage anybody to connect with her. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. Until next time, remember, when you own your choices, you truly own your life.